Thank you for listening to the Resources for Integrated Care podcast series, Best Practices for Recruiting and Sustaining Successful Enrollee Advisory Committees, EACs. This podcast is excerpted from a webinar presented live on March 20th, 2023. In this podcast, Mark Cooper, the Vice President of Medicare-Medicaid Integration at Neighborhood Health Plan of Rhode Island, NHPRI, discusses member advisory committee goals and structure, onboarding and retaining membership, and how NHPRI used MEC member feedback to provide high-quality care. Just really quickly go through the neighborhood footprint includes all of Rhode Island. We are the only fully integrated option in the state with the MMP of about 13,400 members. The average age of our members, about 61 years old. We have two member governing committees. The member advisory committee is neighborhood. The neighborhood committee run by our member advocate and the ICI or the Integrated Care Initiative uh, Implementation Council is State of Rhode Island's committee that includes members, but also includes additional stakeholders. The focus and the goal of the committee, the member advisory committee is how can neighborhood improve services and any other programming for members based on the participant of the MAC input? Really, we really want to ensure that we are securing access to high quality, cost effective care for the most high risk populations. On participation, we want the committee to be 10, at least 10, but no more than 15. Uh, we do include transportation, considering the time of day that's best for the most participant availability. It does include enrollees with disabilities. It can include other advocates as well, a caregiver, a member advocate, housing providers. And we do have limited terms of two consecutive two-year terms. Again, the structure, they are held quarterly. They shifted to from in-person to virtual during the public health emergency, but we are moving to a hybrid model for 2023, and we'll see how that goes. We do have a charter and bylaws that really outline the purpose and the procedures of the committee. The meetings have a, you know, a specific agenda, but there's always the opportunity to solicit feedback on topics or other business that the committee may have. And then the feedback is brought back to us again through the connection through our member advocate on any issues that may have come up as part of the meeting. Uh, we've talked a lot today about onboarding and retention. Again, one of the things for us that has proven successful in both the onboarding and the retention is our member advocate and sort of the year-round consistent process that they, that she particularly uses around onboarding and retention of members and also identification of members. And really that the avenues for onboarding really through care management touch points, community-based organization relationships are big in the ability to onboard and retain. The two councils between the state and neighborhood and really member services may from time to time suggest a participant to the MAC and then any other community activities, uh, which I think was mentioned by one of the other speakers. That's really important. You get to know the member advocate gets to know certain people through their connections in the community and can bring them forward as potential candidates for MAC membership. Again, the member advocate really is the, the critical connection to the members in our MAC experience. 
but it also is the connection between the two groups. So our MAC has the member advocate, which I mentioned, the state has an ombudsman that is also available and participates on the state side. And really we, our member advocate brings and attends issues to the state and, the, and brings that information from the state side back to the health plan. So there's a constant connection between the two groups. MAC member feedback is really listening to our members' concerns and putting that feedback into back into planned behavior, right? So we there was some feedback around our what the OTC benefit is. Neighborhood put a, a tool on the website to see what is covered through the an OTC, and we developed an OTC booklet. Really, I think to one of the other speakers' points around a fitness facility membership, our members also like that benefit, and we expanded our footprint in through a relationship with the YMCA in 2023. Questions about benefits. We did merge our welcome call and health risk assessment into a single call. We heard from our members through a journey mapping process that they got too many phone calls. They got sort of question fatigue or phone fatigue or benefit fatigue from listening too much. So we incorporated that down into a single call upon enrollment. Outcomes for MAC feedback. So again, I mentioned briefly about customer experience work group, but we surveyed and interviewed MAC participants as part of the member journey mapping, which again, which is where we learned that members were not engaging just simply because of the call volume and the number of calls that they received from us. And we did create a customer experience work group uh, to address committee concerns. And there were five work streams that were created as a result of that work group. Improved member outreach was also definitely an outcome and, and is welcomed from the feedback is welcome to improve the outreach through, again, the single welcome call, uh, an HRA, and the improved overall vaccination rates. And then another outcome from MAC feedback is member experience. Improved health plan ratings on the 2022 CAPS survey was a direct outcome from MAC feedback, really improving them sharing with us uh, some of their experiences help us get to where we are with the CAP survey. Thank you for listening. This podcast is presented by the Lewin Group and is supported through the Medicare and Medicaid Coordination Office at the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. MMCO is dedicated to helping beneficiaries enrolled in Medicare and Medicaid have access to seamless, high-quality health care that includes the full range of covered services in both programs. To support providers in their efforts to deliver more integrated, coordinated care, MMCO is developing technical assistance and actionable tools based on successful innovations and care models. To learn more about current efforts and resources, please visit our website, www.resourcesforintegratedcare.com. You can also find us on Twitter. Our handle is at integrate underscore care or follow Resources for Integrated Care on LinkedIn to stay up to date with our recent products and technical assistance.